to these kids. I'm Rose and I'm Zara and together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. This week we will be bringing you the latest news on the coronavirus pandemic including what the scientists are saying about reopening schools. We will also be talking about Cyclone Anthem, the new English Orgo donation law and finally Monster Kangaroos. This week, the UK government announced that from the 8th of June, people arriving in the UK will have to self-isolate for 14 days to help to slow down the spread of the coronavirus. Those arriving into the UK will have to tell the government where they will quarantine. There will be spot checks and if someone is found to have not complied, they will be fined £1,000. This requirement will not apply to those travelling in from the Republic of Ireland, the Isle of Man or the Channel Islands. There are also exemptions for certain people like lorry drivers, medical professionals, travelling to help fight coronavirus and seasonal farm workers who will self-isolate where they are working. These rules will be reviewed every three weeks. This move has not been very popular with the airline industry who think it could kill air travel. However, the government insists that this is necessary to avoid a second wave. Here in the UAE, we have a long weekend to mark the Eid festival and the government has announced higher fines and some tighter restrictions. There is now a 3,000 dirham fine for those who go outside without wearing a face mask, a fine of 10,000 dirhams for those caught organising gatherings and a fine of 5,000 dirhams for those attending gatherings. Thank you, Rose. Normally at this time of year, I start counting down to the summer holidays and to my trip to England, and I feel so sad that I might not be able to go this year. If we went, we would have to quarantine when we get there and then quarantine when we get back, and we would have to be out of quarantine in time for school to start. That is, if they do open as normal in September. There has been lots of discussion recently about the UK schools opening with the government wanting schools to open on the 1st of June for certain year groups and with teachers' unions saying that they do not think that it would be safe to. This week, research on whether or not it is safe for children to go back to the school has been published by the group of scientists who are advising the UK government. The group, which is known as SAGE, said that the risk of children catching coronavirus while back at school is very, very small, but it is not zero. They also said that teachers were not at above average risk compared to people in other occupations. Research does show that children are less likely to become very ill if they catch coronavirus, and one study considered by SAGE also showed that children were 56% less likely to be infected than an adult if they were in contact with an infected individual. However, it is still not clear whether children who do catch coronavirus are more or less likely to pass it on to someone they come into contact with. And so it is difficult for scientists to decide whether or not schools reopening is going to increase the number of people catching the coronavirus. SAGE looked at seven different ways in which schools might reopen, looking at options like putting all primary schools back at the same time, having half the class in one week and the other half the other week. They thought 
that opening nurseries and reception classes, which are for five-year-olds, would have the smallest effect on the spread of the virus and opening primary schools would have a smaller effect on the spread of the virus than opening secondary schools. The most important thing, though, was to maintain other ways of controlling the virus like social distancing and hand washing. A different group of scientists called Independent Sage have said that schools should not open until there is the ability to track the spread of the virus and that the 1st of June would be too early to go back. We will be keeping you updated with what's happening with schools in the UK. Thank you for that, Zara. Here in the UAE, we were told from the beginning that schools would continue with the remote learning for this academic year. So we do know that we will not be back to normal school until September at the earliest, although we do not know what form that will take. Now, in other news, this week a very powerful cyclone called Anthan hit parts of eastern India and Bangladesh. There were winds of more than 165 kilometres per hour and it was one of the most powerful storms to hit the region for many years. The Indian city of Kolkata has been very badly affected. Lots of trees were uprooted, telephone lines brought down and houses flattened. Strong winds have also swept in waves of up to 15 feet high in coastal areas in Bangladesh. Authorities said that they were struggling with their relief efforts because of the coronavirus crisis. Social distancing measures have made mass evacuations difficult and shelters cannot be used to full capacity. India and Bangladesh have asked for schools and other buildings to be turned into temporary shelters so that people can have more space and maintain social distancing. Hello, it's Zara again with a very interesting news story. A new law came into force in England from the 20th of May this year. Max and Kira's law has made it much easier for adults in England to become organ donors. An organ donor is someone who gives an organ from their body, like a kidney or their liver or heart, to someone who needs it. Previously, if an adult in England died and they hadn't signed up to a special list called the Organ Donation List, then their organs could not automatically be used to help save or improve the lives of other people. This meant that a lot of people who would have wanted to be organ donors could not be because they had not managed to sign the register. This has now changed and all adults in England are now presumed to be possible organ donors when they die, unless they opt out and have made a decision that they do not want to be donor. The law is called Max and Kira's law, as Max had a heart transplant and his organ donor was Kira, who sadly died when she was nine years old. It has been estimated that the change in law will lead to an additional 700 transplants each year by 2023. That is a lot of lives saved. Hi, it's Rose here. Our final story is really interesting. This week, the remains of what may have been the largest kangaroo to have ever existed on Earth have been discovered in Australia. Fossils, which are around 40,000 years old, were discovered in a site in northern Queensland. Paleontologists from the Queensland Museum and the Australian Research Council found the fossils of a kangaroo, which was more than 2.5 metres tall, and it is thought to 
have weighed about three times the size of an average kangaroo. They also found fossils of at least 12 other species of animals called megafauna. These include seven meter long predator crocodiles, giant lizards that weighed the size of a small car, and a marsupial lion which could weigh about 130 kg and is believed to have the strongest bite of any mammal ever. One of the paleontologists from the Queensland Museum said that humans were not there at the time and so the discovery of these fossils challenges the idea that human hunting drove these large animals into extinction. So what could have wiped out these creatures? Well experts think that climate change and environmental changes are thought to be some of the key reasons. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.